You are listening to Unite the World and Your Life. In this program, you are the ones in control. We will play your music and let you share your experience in life. Uniting people from all over the world. And sharing about how the world is made flesh in different realities. Let's start. Hello there, Uniteds. Here we are in the studio. I'm Teresa, and I have with me Chris. Hello, Chris. Here we go, guys. We were another Saturday. We're very excited this Saturday. We are talking about something very beautiful. We're talking about this experience of finding ourselves far from home and coming back to our senses, a bit like the prodigal son. Yeah. And recognizing that we do have a home to go to. So this is something very beautiful. Last week we had the song forum. And we're showing about the song uh, from the new movie Encanto uh, about surface pressure. Yeah. And this experience of recognizing our value or the value of others is not just what they do, but it's really who they are. Uh, and this is something very special because it's um, or something really important uh, because it's important not just to take advantage of people, but to really recognize that each person has a special dignity, special value. So this is like um, this is like another step recognizing that we too have a special dignity a special home and sometimes we can find ourselves far from home and we have a home to go to so yeah it's like coming back to our senses it can sound like very strong isn't it (laughs) it's like when someone's out of their senses it's like they're thinking in another context or they're you know they know they're not thinking straight but then they come back to the senses and like ah i can think straight now (laughs) (laughs) no so guys, if you want to still share the program today, we you can send us a message on WhatsApp. So Chris, what number do they send the number the message to? Yes. Send us a message in on our WhatsApp number plus three four six four three zero one eight eight nine zero. Uh-huh. And what exactly is the question that we're asking today, Chris? We're asking this question about coming at our senses. Yes, the question is can you recall an experience of coming back to your senses, recognizing that you have been away from home? There uh-huh. we go. So, yeah, think about your experiences. There's moments when you realize, you know, I need to go back home. So, to begin um, our program, maybe, Chris, we should go to a song that helps to break open this idea of going home. Yes. Um, and maybe we should listen to this one by Chris Tomlin, no? Yeah. Okay, Okay, let's listen to this song. Yeah, hope you enjoy. And it's also called Going Home or Home. Yes, that was home. You are listening to Radio Vivian Day. Make sure you spread the word. Not what it was meant to be All this pain, all this suffering There's a better place waiting for me in heaven Every tear will be wiped away 
sorrow and sin erased.
back home And I traded trust for pleasure And diamonds for fool's gold I made the world my treasure But underpriced my soul Then I whispered Uniting the word and uniting your life, we want to listen to you. Welcome back, guys. So that song we just listened to was called The Prodigal Son. Song, not son. son. <laughs> <laughs> uh, by Corey Asbury. It's very oh, beautiful. Yes. It goes very yes. well. It's, it's basically Luke 15. Yes. Yeah, so very beautiful. So, Chris, actually, do you want to read a little bit of Luke 15 to us uh, related to today's question today to experience, uh, yeah, to recognize ourselves in his life and coming back to our senses? Yes. Uh -huh. Just in Luke 15, there are many parables, no? Lost uh -huh. coin and uh, many lost. Uh -huh. <laughs> and, and yeah, it's true, it's true. It's like the series of the three, the lost sheep, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, the sheep, yes. the lost coin, and uh -huh. now the lost son. So, uh -huh. so with the lost son, no? And we can be also for lost daughters not only for yes, sons exactly, for general exactly. okay. <laughs> so it's about a man had two uh -huh, sons uh -huh. and then the younger one said to his father father give me the share of your estate that you should come to me and uh, that should come to me so the father divided the property between uh -huh. them and after a few days the younger son collected all his belonging and went to other country you know and uh -huh. And he squander, squandered his inheritance uh -huh. on a life of dissipation. Yes. And when he had freely spent everything, uh -huh. and a severe famine stuck that country, and he found himself in a dire need. Uh -huh. So he hired himself out uh, to one of the local citizens who sent him to his farm to tend the swine. And he longed to eat his fill of the pods on which the swine fed no? mm. but nobody gave him any Oof, yeah. and 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 that moment he coming out to his senses he thought how many of my father's hired workers have more than enough food to eat uh -huh. but here i am dying from hunger uh -huh. yes wow. <laughs> 
then, so it's like you know my father has all these good food well we don't want to jump too far yes. ahead, but is we will just give a little snapshot yeah uh, the, the next next month it's going to be all about mercy so you've probably been thinking wow this month of march and unite has been really intense because the theme has been sin um, because this time of conversion and lent is very beautiful it can be really hard to talk about sin, but you know what's super beautiful is when we come to mercy because we realize, you know, I got lost. I was like this prodigal son. I thought I had, could find better, more fun things away from him. But, you know, in the end, I realized, no, I'm lost. I'm empty without him and he will take me back. That's crazy, crazy. Yes. But rewind, rewind. We're not right. at mercy yet, but it's important to remember <laughs> mercy. And it's, it's this prodigal son who didn't realize that, that God would receive him back. He thought he would just receive him back as another servant. Yes, and uh-huh. like, like for the past weeks, no, we've been uh-huh. talking about the sin yes. when we were lost, and now we are uh-huh. now talking of the coming Home. to his senses. No? Yes, his yes senses. exactly. Like, like the light bulbs turned on. Yeah, ding. Ding. yeah, it's like a ding. <laughs> yes, exactly. And it's it's or some, someone like snap your head, like oh, yes, and then you, yeah, exactly. <laughs> wake up, wake up. <laughs> exactly, exactly. <laughs> So, well, Chris, let, maybe we should go straight into the sharings. What do you think? Yes, yes. Uh-huh. I'm excited to listen to the yeah, sharing. We've got some beautiful sharings already. And our very first one comes from Atijo. You, yeah. you have, you know Atijo personally, is that right, Chris? Yeah, yeah. I know yeah. her personally uh-huh. because we have been working together in the community of Cebu, uh-huh. in the in the, an apostolate where she was working. Sure. And she was just that, like... Uh, she was treated like an ate, you know, and like, like an elder elder sister ah, of those ah, yes. of the co-workers, and oh, sure. so she, we we work, we work with her, uh, giving the school of the word every week uh, on ah. that on that company. Wow, and so that's why so I exciting. know her well, and uh, okay. <laughs> she's oh. a really a faithful disciple. Yeah. Day. Oh, okay. Okay. Well, let's listen to her. Hello again, dear listeners. This is your Ati Jo from Netherlands for now. With a question today, I remember vividly when I first came to Dubai. I felt lost at first because I am a person easily overwhelmed with things. I looked for a church but found it very expensive to go there even for a weekly basis because I don't know any other way to go there apart from taxi. But God showed me the way again and blessed me when Verbum Day Global School of the Word started. Also, whenever I easily get irritated, whenever I become judgmental or easily speak out criticism, that's the time I know that I have strayed away from God, whom we should consider our home. The coming back to my senses moment for me is when I don't feel at peace anymore. When my life becomes a mess, when sometimes things are, or situations are out of hand, that is for me God tapping my heart to come back. Our passage today teaches us not only the coming back to our senses moment from sins, but more on the reality that we have a loving God who awaits us. It also teaches us humility to accept our failures and shortcomings that we should forgive ourselves first and believe in the mercy and compassion of our Heavenly Father. From today onwards, let us strive hard to leave our identity as children of God, 
Let us always be aware of how we live and transcend God's love for us to everyone around us. Wow, thank you so much Ate Jo for your sharing. Yeah, really uh, like you you when you feel like and uh, you're not at peace and yeah, it is something, no? it's like some some voices that is inside you like I think I'm not I'm uh, I, I I'm not comfortable with this, no? And then with this state of life and and it is the moment that we come into senses and then yeah, we were, Teresa has been talking about the mercy, but yeah, we cannot stop talking about it. But <laughs> it is part. I think it is part already of the mercy of God because yes. it is the voice of God speaking to us. Yeah. Okay, come on, Joe. Come on, Chris. No, uh-huh. uh, you're. That, that's not the life that I want for you. Yeah. No, it's. It is like from from within. It starts from within, and and we are. And then that's why we come to senses. No, okay, yes. okay, Lord. Okay. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Thank you so much for your sharing, at the Joe. <laughs> Alright, let's listen now to Emma uh, And then just after that, her brother Franco Yes Thanks guys, here's Emma Hello everyone, this is Emma from the Philippines And today's reflection question is Can you recall an experience of coming back to your senses Recognizing that you have been away from home? Luke chapter 15 verse 17 I can't remember the exact start of this experience, but an experience of coming back to my senses was definitely the start of the pandemic, wherein I attended classes here at home because it made me distant from external pressures such as peer pressure and academic pressure in physically attending classes that made me discover my real self and that One of the things that I would really want to do in discovering the real me was taking care of myself more and nourishing my spirituality more. Despite being distant from peers and close friends that uh, motivate me throughout two academic years being at home, I feel like depending more on God during this online setup has been really comforting to me because I get to nourish my spirituality as well as my days haven't been so dreading and haven't been so full of frustration and anger and I think that's a beautiful experience of mine in coming back to my senses recognizing that I have been away from home thank you very much Thank you, Emma. Yeah, I think life can be so full sometimes, can't it, that we can't really see, they say, the wood beyond the trees. <laughs> um, because, yeah, sometimes it, we don't have space. We don't have uh, the, the opportunity, really, to take a breath and to recognize where we are and who we are and where God is. So I know I think we can always take advantage of these struggles, of these changes, uh, and take them as a sign from God, as a, as His voice speaking to us. And I think it's a little bit like what Ati yeah. Joe was saying. Like when you realize you're not happy anymore, yeah. when you don't, you're not filled. Well, maybe it's a good sign that you need to go home. Yes, yeah. and maybe we, we can we also share that experience with uh, 
Emma, when we have our exams, no? Like yes, <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. We, we forgot to to pray yes. and like, yeah. We and feel really stressed. Yeah, stressed. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and you're like, oh Lord, if only I'd stayed with you and you know tried to assimilate with you, but no, it can be really challenging sometimes. We do have our limits, but we know that we need to go home. Yes. Oh. Okay. Well, let's listen now to Franco. Yeah, Franco. Hello everyone, I am Franco Matthew and Gumahan, and today's question is, can you recall an experience of coming back to your senses, recognizing that you have been away from home? My experience is when I argue with my mom and my sister. At first, I defend myself and think that I am right and that I did not do anything wrong against them. Then later on, the next day, I reflect and realize what I did is wrong and bad. That is when I feel guilty and ashamed. I try to get back to them. Although I do not want to confess and admit that I am wrong, but what I did was already wrong. It may be hard, but it is the right thing to do. Us human beings sin, and we do not want to admit that we did bad, so we argue and think that we are righteous. But then later on, we realize that we sin, so we turn back to God, apologize and admit what we did is wrong, and also apologize to the people we hurt, especially to our loved ones. Whoa. <laughs> I want to cry, Franco. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much for sharing, Franco. No, yeah, and really, wait, it's history. It's true. It's really hard to admit at first, no. <laughs> yeah, and you want to argue, and I want. I am right. I am right. You're wrong. You're wrong. But later on, it, it takes time to process. It's, it's a process, no. And, and later on, okay, you realize, okay, maybe I'm wrong. <laughs> little by little, and little by little, you come back to your senses. <laughs> okay, I need to go. Yeah, when you say. When you ask forgiveness, it's coming back home. No, it's it's coming back home. It's a form of coming back home. When when you we realize that it is a, we did mistake and we need to ask forgiveness. Yeah, exactly. Thank you so much, Franco. Thanks, Franco. <laughs> well, Chris, let's go for a song break. Um, this is a song called Matt Mayer. I'm oh, sorry, that's the artist. It's called yeah. <laughs> "Lead Me Home" by Matt Mayer. So we're really focusing on this theme of going home. Yes. <laughs> um, so yeah, guys, I hope this helps yeah, you hope, think about it. Yeah, you like the song. Yeah. You're listening to Radio Verbum Day. <laughs> Enjoy. Perfect sacrifice of praise to God above. Thank you for the gift. Thank you for the price of losing everything to gain eternal life. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for your joy. Thank you for the pain, longing for peace in my suffering. Thank you for my hunger. 
for my poverty that I would fall into the arms of mercy. song lead me home oh, Matt Mayer. yeah Matt Mayer and yeah just and also Kate uh, my daughter uh-huh. she sent a message to me that she really likes the sharing of Franco thank you so much Franco it's very good <laughs> wow. 
Well, let's continue. Yeah, Chris. let's continue with the sharing. No? Who we got next? We have Elena from Russia. Yes. Thank you so much, Elena, for sharing. Actually, we unite ourselves very much with um, Russia and Ukraine. Um, yeah. Yesterday, the Pope consecrated Russia and Ukraine to the Immaculate Heart of Mary. It's not the first time that the po- a Pope has done it. There's actually been various Popes that have done it. Um, as we know, that after the Second World War, there was a lot of... Um, there's been always a lot of tension in that parts of the world, in yeah. Russia, and uh, and I think it's also something that Mary said in Fatima. Um, she also asked the Pope to consecrate. I think she's asked the Pope to yeah. consecrate um, uh, Mary, uh, her, uh, Russia to Mary. Um, so yeah, we really unite ourselves, and I think it's important to recognize that um, there's people suffering on all sides. It's not about choosing yes. sides. It's really recognizing that the whole nation, the two nations, the whole world needs to grow in this um, union with God. And Mary is a way to 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 Jesus. And we're going to be sharing a little bit more about that in the spotlight, actually. Yes. So we unite ourselves very much um, we are very with united your sharing. And always in our prayers yes. for the peace of Russia and, and Ukraine. Ukraine. Oh, good. Thank you, Elena. And here's what she has to say. I think a lot of persons have had some kind of crisis of faith, or this faith at some point has become something very accustomed, and so they might stop appreciating what God has made and still doing for them. Maybe this happens because we ask God to fulfill our sometimes selfish desires, and we forget about the most precious things He gives us, joy, peace and the life itself. So, in these moments, we can split away from God, and as for me, I can remember them. But on the other side, in the end, this helped me, because I could understand again that God and His values are really precious, and of course, I again could compare good and bad come back to my senses. In the Gospel of Matthew, we can read that, for what is a man profited? if he shall gain the whole world and lose his own soul. Let us not forget that we can be really joyful, happy and full of life if we are with God, following His word and His commandments. Exactly, exactly. What do you gain if you sell your soul? What do you gain? What do you profit if you, if you gain the whole world and lose yourself? I think this is something exactly um, exactly what the prodigal son could say about his experience. Because I don't know if you realize, but in the story of the prodigal son, we understand that Jesus was telling this, these parables to Jews. And for the Jews, pigs were impure. I, they still are. For the Jews, they do not eat pork. They yeah. can't eat pork because they understand that it's a, um, uh, not a pure, pure animal. In the sense that they... If they did eat it, they would become impure. Yeah. But this boy, this yeah, this <laughs> prodigal son was looking after pigs. <laughs> so that means he was working for someone who wasn't a Jew. And he was going to the point that he would happily eat the food of the pig. So not even the pig itself, but the pig's food. <laughs> yeah. This is like the lowest of the low that someone could go. And I think that exactly was, that is why he came to his senses, really realizing, you know, I would go to the point to eat rubbish. I would go to the point <laughs> to eat the food of the pigs um, before realizing that 
You know, I already had everything I wanted to, wanted and needed, and I thought I wanted more. So uh, thank you very much, Elena. Yeah, yeah. coming back to our senses could be, um, yeah. Sometimes it's not always the worst thing to happen because in the sense that, you know, when we talk, when we think about the prodigal son as well, even though we're talking today about the prodigal son, if you think about the oldest son, he was also lost. Yeah. But he was lost because he thought he had to gain the father's love. He thought he could fill himself by doing good things and then he'd get the father's approval. But the younger son, well, he just took another road. But they're both yeah. lost. They're both prodigal sons. Um, they both wanted to fill themselves with things that weren't God. Yes. And, yeah, and just to add a little bit, like... Uh-huh. Like... Uh, the, the younger son, no, is uh-huh. he has everything, no, like yes. uh, the worldly uh-huh. pleasures, and uh-huh. if we reflect it just to, today, also, like, yes, yeah, it's not wrong, no, to uh-huh. to acquire some material uh-huh. things, but we need but, them. Yeah, uh-huh. we need them, no, yes. we need money, <laughs> we yes. need to work. Yeah, yeah. But something, uh-huh. the, uh, the materials that that ru- that will ruin our life, uh-huh. will it's like we are. Uh-huh. Uh, like the prodigal son uh-huh. eating the rubbish. No, we yeah. even we see it physically that you have all the diamonds, the golds, but uh-huh. actually we are eating the rubbish. No, yes. we are eating the the, the, the the pig is eating, and uh-huh. Uh-huh. and we will realize it later that no, this is not the one that yeah. makes me happy. No, yes, yes. <laughs> I have everything, but uh-huh. why I'm not happy? No, it's yes. the same with the prodigal son. Prodigal son. No? He yep. had everything and. Yeah, and nothing at the same time. Yeah, exactly, exactly. And then, and then in a mess, no. Yes, in a miserable life. Exactly, exactly. Thank you, Elena. Thank you, Elena. Well, let's listen now to Raisa. She is in the Philippines. Yes. Thank you so much, (laughs) Raisa. When he came to his senses, he said, "How many of my father's hired servants have food to spare, and here I am starving to death." Luke 15, 17. Hello, Unite. My name's Raisa from Philippines, and how are you today? Hope everyone's having a great time. And this is my sharing for this weekend. I did recall the time when I was far away from home. You see, my university and college before is at three-hour distance from our home. So far. That's why we had our boarding houses. And every time when I get home during summer days, my parents always prepared me a homemade food because they knew I missed home. You know the parents, especially the kinilaw or sushi for Japanese. It's the same for us with Jesus. He doesn't want us to starve ourselves to death, but to be full with his father's words. Some things happened to me yesterday. I felt scared and nervous and they say it's okay because we are human it's it's okay to feel that way don't know what to do but you know what i heard the angel says says to mary do not be afraid for you have found a favor with god and i know in myself that angel gabriel also told me that indirectly now i have pondered that whatever the outcome of our decisions and plans if we fail or succeed God will still always favor us because we are His children. He created us through His love and also through with Jesus. Have a beautiful weekend and thank you! Okay, thank you so much Raisa for your sharing. Yeah, to acknowledge that God 
is the God of love and He will provide everything for us. It's coming back home. It's coming back to our senses, no? not to be pressured or whatever no? that the world requires on us. And it's a good realization coming back to senses. Thank you so much, Raisa. Beautiful. Well, let's go now to Auntie Margot. Auntie Margot is in New York. Thanks for listening, Auntie Margot. Thank you, Auntie Margot. Hi, everyone. This is Margot Quinones from Long Island, New York. Can you recall an experience coming back to your senses, recognizing that you have been away? Luke 15, verse 17. Sure, many times thus far in my life, and I am very thankful to God that I recognize when I put myself in this position, being away from God. For me, these are truly the signs that I need to return to God when I am very weak of temptations, when I am hard on myself, when negative thoughts are constantly in my mind, or I cannot just move from the past, that miserable feeling. When my anger is just at the very top of my being, that horrible, and that miserable feeling again, that sometimes it's difficult to shake off a feeling like I am lost of joy, I'm lost of joy. So it's time to get back to my prayer routine and connect with the spirit to keep me strong against all the temptations. It's really true, prayer can make a difference. So in Luke 15, verse 17, And when he came to himself, he said, How many hired servants of my fathers have bread enough and spare, and to spare, and I perish with hunger. Well, Unite, thank you very much for this invitation. God bless to all and bye. Thanks so much, Annie Margo. Thank you, Annie Margo. Annie Margo later on wrote another little message and she said that the son's story, like the prodigal son, is an example that God will take us back no matter how far you have been away from him. He is a forgiving God. So it's very true, Annie Margo. We really need that connection in prayer, don't we? Because we can get busy and leave prayer yeah. and we think that we've got everything out of control. We're like, all right, God, I'm good now. <laughs> and then we realize, uh, uh, actually, I need you every moment. I need you where things are good and not so good. Um, and yeah, to be filled with the source again, because we are, well, an image that really helps me is like, we're like a jar of water and every day we need to be filled again because otherwise we feel thirsty and prayer is where we need to be filled again. Um, so yeah, so important if we want to, we want to, um, yeah, experience this, this, um, being at home, we need to connect with our father. We need to connect in prayer. Oh, thank you so much. Auntie oh. Margo. And I've actually got another uh, written message. Um, this is uh, from Emily in the Philippines. Emily is very, very brave what she's about to share with us, what she's um, written to me. And I thank you very much, Emily, for, for being open to share this. Um, but she shares it so that it may give life to others. Yeah. Um, so she says, my sharing is all about how I have been so reckless as a teenager. She says, I even had an abortion and was leading to a very uncontrollable life. Like I was in the wilderness for 40 years with uncertainties. There were moments that, that I even stopped going to church. And she said, I'm even crying now while I'm writing this. And she said, I really wanted to share how I was touched and how I've seen the light going back home where I am now. 
And it took me a while to get back on the right path. It took me a while to really understand his calling. I've been working things on my way until one time, a time that I cannot really explain how, but he really touched me. And she said, um, if you have a baggage of your past, of your dark past, you cannot move on until you acknowledge him as the ultimate shepherd, until you let him control you uh, and, and until you let him until you surrender everything to him and you will be free from guilt and go back to the right track. And she's saying, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not saying it's okay to commit mistakes. I'm not saying that it's not okay to commit mistakes as a teenager, but as an early teenager, um, let God be your guide so that you will stay connected with the light, that you will be connected with the light of home so that you will not be lost. Wow, Emily, thank you very much. I think... All of us have had um, moments where we made mistakes and it really depends on how we live those mistakes, isn't it? Because we can live them um, that in a way that can really take life away from us and life from others. We can be angry, we can be closed, we can be um, in our own little world or we can learn from our mistakes. And I think that this is exactly what you're doing, Emily, uh, and how beautiful that God was able to touch you and reach you because it's only by his touch his mercy that we can be freed because logically or oh, some things we just can't get through it on our own we we can't a doesn't a, one plus two is not three sometimes for us <laughs> um we need to really let god um touch our lives yes. so no thank you so much emily and how beautiful that you continue the journey yeah. going home so i think this can really give us hope to realize you know we're never too far away. God, yeah. God can bring us back. Yeah, and just that, that little sharing, no? and like, yeah, you're not alone, Emily. No, and like, uh-huh. and also thank you for sharing, no, because yeah. me, I also have, I did also a big mistake in my life before, yeah. no, and uh-huh. uh, and the and your sharing today, it will give light also to others, no, because uh-huh. I, me before I was like I thought that I have. I, I don't have future, no, because of yes. that mistake, and it's uh-huh. like hopeless, no. But yes, no, no, God is there, no, yeah. to accept us, and yeah. then just uh-huh. we just come back home, and it is a uh-huh. form, a process of coming back to our senses. Yes, yeah. yeah, yeah. Thank you so much, Emily. Well, you are so you. for your bravery to share yeah. about your experience. Yes. Well. All right. Well, let's go now to a very special moment in the program. We're going to the United Spotlight. Yay! Okay. okay. So get ready. News, judge, jokes, culture, people, community. What's new? Here Unite Spotlight. Okay, guys. So now we have a very special moment and I'll leave you with it, Chris. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So when we have been in, in, in Valentine's season, no? And we, we see in this season, uh, the, it's very important also in this season that we will reflect on, on the parents of Jesus, no? Uh-huh. Joseph and Mary. And now I'm going to talk a little bit of also uh-huh. about Mary. And uh-huh. yesterday we just celebrated the Feast of Annunciation. Uh-huh. And and you know that Annunciation is a very special day for Verbum Day. It's a feast for us, no? And 
first, no, before speaking of, of, of this, as a feast and Verbum Day, no, but in the Catholic Church, no, it's a big celebration for the Catholic Church. It's a, we call it also, they call it the Feast of the Incarnation, no? And the whole Catholic Church commemorates the visit of Archangel Gabriel to the Virgin Mary and inform her about to, that she will become a mother of Jesus, no? The Son of God. And yes, and the Catholic Church, uh, we celebrate it every 25th uh, of March. Each, nine each months before Christmas. Yeah, yeah nine yes. months before Christmas. <laughs> so it's like, yeah, this, nine uh-huh. months before Christmas. So, and in, yeah, so it's a big celebration for the Catholic Church and also for us, Verbum Day. It is in our statutes, no? In uh-huh. number 245, it says here that every year the members of the Verbum Day will celebrate our feast on the 25th of March, Annunciation of our Mother and Incarnation of the Son of God. And it is very important, no? And, and also in the life of our founder, Jaime. And if you notice that in each chapel or churches that the Verbum they had, we have always have this image of mary uh-huh. mary's yes it's a annunciation no it's a it's an image of mary during the annunciation her yes when she said yes can you so maybe some of you doesn't know uh the history why we came up in this image of mary's yes no in our uh-huh. chapel can you uh tell a, sh- a short history yeah. of that about it Teresa? sure sure so um you've probably seen the verb day mary she's probably even on the website right now if you're on radio verbal day website um but it's a classic mary that we always have in our chapels and it's actually a photo of a statue that's in the seminary in mallorca where our founder jaime bonnet uh, went to the seminary and uh, what's very special about this image is that every time that we have it in a chapel, we always have Mary, um, her face directed towards the tabernacle. And the reason for that is because Mary uh, doesn't, doesn't have her eyes fixed on herself. Mary always leads us to Jesus. Like we don't worship Mary. Um, Mary is not God, um, but we ask Mary for her intercession. And it's something very beautiful uh, that Mary received Jesus in her womb and that she gave birth to Jesus because it's, it's very symbolic for us, especially as Ver- Verbum Day. Because us too, we receive like in our prayer, like Annie Margaret was saying, um, the message of the angel. Like uh, we, when when we have the images of angels in the gospel and in the, in the in the scripture, it's really t- uh, angels like a messenger of God. Um, a means of receiving God's word or um, receiving from God. And God's word is that as well. It is God, but it's also a means. Um, so like in prayer, we experience the Holy Spirit with us. We experience that we have the word. We, we, we receive the message of the angel and then we conceive the word. The word becomes flesh in our life, but we need to give our yes so that the word becomes flesh in our life. So really this image is to remind us every day to look, to fix our eyes on Jesus and that Mary is is inviting us to do that. So basically that is a yes. bit of an explanation. Yeah, thank you, Teresa. <laughs> no. to, to concretize it, no, we yeah. also have here in our statutes of the Verbum Dei, no? the uh-huh. number 236, I will read this up. Sure. God cannot fulfill the ideal uh-huh. he has for man, uh-huh. whom he created in freedom, uh-huh. without his free and willing collaboration. Uh-huh. When he doesn't collaborate in the plan of God, Mary approaches instinctively and lends to each one of her children, and affected by the condition of sinners, the yes of a mother. Uh-huh. Uh, 
Thanks, so. Ma. <laughs> yes, yeah, like, and she's very, very spe- special. As you said, it's our feast day of Bourbon Day. Yeah. And we would choose this day when Mary uh, would receive and give her yes. Yes, your, give your her your yes. And girl. yeah, and it's also a reminder for us, you know, like, Mary inspires us to, to give our yes. Now, yes. Not, not only one yes, but our daily yes, because yes. every day, like, exactly. Yeah, and then, oh, yeah, yeah. then we see that image, image of Mary, it's always pointing to Jesus no yes yes uh, it's like it's not only yes she our yes is uh-huh. pointing to Jesus no she's encouraging us mm-hmm. say yes to Jesus no and then yeah. like in our topic today no it's like uh-huh. say yes to Jesus no it's like when yes. we are out of our sin when we are lost no and uh-huh. then yeah. uh-huh. and she when we realize okay, <laughs> say yes to Jesus say yes to Jesus every day every day it's a every uh-huh. day yes and It, it's in, in, and it is a gift, no? It is yes. a great gift of God for us to have Mary uh-huh. in our life. Yes. No? Her annunciation to remind us to say yes, uh-huh. just yes. say yes, and yeah. and and there, no, in the annunciation, and then the and then Mary asked the angel Gabriel, no? uh-huh. and, she, and she said, "How can this be? I am a virgin." And then, uh-huh. and then Gabriel, no, yes. told him, "No, not." Nothing is impossible with God. Uh-huh, exactly. <laughs> and uh-huh. and then, then the Spirit will do it, no, for you. So, uh-huh. well, so say yes and trust God, no, because nothing is impossible with God. Yes, yeah, no, very beautiful. And, yes. that, and actually, Chris, is maybe where I'll share a little bit about Saint Joseph. Yes, and so, yeah, talk about Joseph. Yeah, so just in these this week on the 19th of March, we also celebrated the feast of Saint Joseph. So these are the parents of Jesus. And they are the they were the first home, the first family um, of Jesus. So as much as the, the parents of Jesus, they're our parents too, our yes. spiritual parents. And Saint Joseph is a beautiful example uh, of someone who really uh, gave his yes in a very silent way. None of us really know exactly what happened to Joseph after Jesus' birth. There's no, well, yeah. in, we do hear about the presentation in the temple when Jesus became and when Jesus was lost in the temple. But after that, we don't know what no, happened no, to no, him. No. <laughs> um, and I think it's very beautiful that the Joseph could um, humbly serve God in such a way, like. Uh, really, he was the protector of the family. Uh, he helped to, the family to escape to Egypt uh, and then to go back to Nazareth. Uh, and I think for us, um, in, in our journey to go back home, we need to recognize, you know, sometimes um, we won't get the spotlight. Sometimes we'll be asked by God to do things in a very hidden, silent way. Uh, but if it weren't for St. Joseph, Mary wouldn't have been able to do anything. She wouldn't have, well, it would have been very difficult. Yeah. Um, they, they wanted to, um, um, t- well, she had to go to Bethlehem with Joseph because of the census. Like, in that sense, she wouldn't have had to go to Bethlehem if, if she wasn't um, and espoused uh, to Joseph. But God chose it to be that way, that the son of a man would be uh, born in Bethlehem. It was predicted yeah. by the prophets. Um, and then going to Egypt, well, she couldn't have done that with Joseph. And yeah. there's many other things as well. Yes. So, you know, there's people yeah. who support us in our journey of faith as well. We need um, people to help us to, um, to find our journey back home. And uh, I think Joseph would have taught Jesus lots of stuff. You can talk about this too, um, Chris, but like, I'm sure Joseph taught Jesus how to work. He taught him how to, you know, do the cut, the, um, his work in the carpentry um, workshop. I'm sure he taught him about talking, um, how to talk to people outside in the home, um, shared with him about faith. He would have shared so many practical yeah. things with him. Uh, and, and most especially yeah. the father love, the father's love. Yeah, love. the father's love, being the face of the father's love from, yeah. 
Um, so no, so beautiful. Yeah. So we need our mom and uh, spiritual mom and dad. We need Mary and Joseph, um, like just as much as Jesus did, uh, to help us in our earthly journey. Because really, at the end of the day, a lot of these songs that we were playing today, talking about going home. When they talk about home, uh, some of the times they're talking about going to heaven. Um, but something we need to remember is that we're not called to live heaven just when we die. But we're called to live heaven now on no. earth, like God's kingdom now. No. Um, so there's something that's beautiful. We have um, our mom and dad uh, look with us in the spiritual sense, but to live this earthly life now as if we're in heaven. So, yeah, <laughs> we need to touch the ground and, and they were too people to touch the ground um, with Jesus um, so that we can live our earthly journey as well. Yeah, so thank you so much. Wow, thanks, Chris. <laughs> thank you. Beautiful. <laughs> well, should we go to a little song break for our last sharing, Chris? Okay. So nice. this song is called Coming Home by PJ Anderson. So enjoy, guys. You are listening to Unite the World and Your Life. Stay united. I have seen you light of day 
silent howl will awaken When I'm lost, I know that you are the way So I'm coming home Where your grace and mercy flow I'm coming home Where I know I'm not alone Uniting the word and uniting your life, we want to listen to you. Okay, guys, here we are again. So that was coming home from by PJ Anderson. So we've uh, had a beautiful program so far. Uh, really, thanks so much, guys, for participating. Very beautiful. Really, God's very good. Uh, so we've just got three more sharings left. We've, gee, the program has gone so fast. <laughs> so, Chris, let's listen now. Um, we've got a written message, actually, from Christina in Valencia. Uh, we'll read out her message. Okay. Yeah? You want to yeah. read it there, Chris? Yeah, I have here. Okay. okay. I can read it for you. Let's okay. see. Let's go. Okay, she says here. Okay, thanks for... Okay, the topic of this week truly touches me because I'm currently far away from home and I'm finding it very difficult to keep up with God and the life He wants me to live. You find yourself saying, you want to go back, but at the same time avoiding everything that would make it difficult for you in any sense. It's easy to be faithful with your community, but I found out that believing alone is another kind of faith. Sacrifice truly become alive here, and balance seems an option, but how to manage that? Sometimes God asks us for things greater than we can imagine. I find the difficulty now in listening. Mm-hmm. Wow, sure. thank you so much, Christina. No, it's, uh, yes, yeah. Yeah. For your honesty. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> yeah, uh-huh. yeah uh-huh. for honesty. Like, yeah, because sometimes me, me too, like, I, uh-huh. I, find, I pretend. Uh, uh-huh. I'm okay, I'm okay. Yes. And especially yeah. here when you are in, Sp- in Spain, it's like uh-huh. you, when we, you meet the people, you say, uh-huh. uh, ¿Cómo estás? How are you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. How are you? Say, yeah, I'm fine, I'm good, fine. Yeah. But, but actually, inside, uh-huh. no, I'm fine. I'm oh, sad. I'm, yeah, yes, but I'm, I'm re- uh-huh. I, I really admire your. Uh-huh. Your courage to yeah, yeah your yeah. your humility to say like it's uh-huh. your difficulty now in listening and yes, but yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. but you are on track because uh-huh. you are you are coming back to your senses yeah <laughs> exactly <laughs> you're, on tra- you're on track coming back uh-huh. home to God and so thank you for your sharing I think also do just to add to that like if you if we know that um, like. Walk, walking with our community faith helps us yeah well we take advantage of that like for me like sometimes especially before i enter the community if i wanted to pray in the morning many times it was just easier just to stay sleeping you know yeah. nobody's waiting for me but if you have a prayer buddy you know okay let's get up together at seven and let's pray together this can really help you to persevere like if you can't do it alone don't worry get someone to help you yes. it's, yeah sorry yeah True. that's cool 
All right, we got two more shares, Chris. Let's go for it before okay. we finish. So we've got Ren now. Ren um, actually has been in India because he's from India, but he just arrived back in Sydney this week. Oh. So woo, Australia! <laughs> <laughs> okay. Welcome to Australia. Yeah. <laughs> okay. okay, Ren. Here is what you have to say. Hello, Urban Day family. This is Ren joining in from Sydney, Australia. Um, it's really uh, nice to join back with all of you. And today's question, I mean, it seems so uh, apt and useful to me. It says, coming back to your senses, uh, recognizing that you have been away from home. So I've actually uh, come to Australia from India and India being my home. Um, yeah, it's now I'm settling back into Australia. So I, you know, I'm going through that uh, time of where everything I have to do by myself, like say cooking, cleaning my clothes and all these sort of things where at home, you know, mom would do it or someone else at home would do it. So I'm just, I'm feeling this message, you know, <laughs> okay. So one example, uh, one instance, when I came back to my senses, um, that is, uh, I would be, I would say, um, is my Catholic faith. Um, so I was very much drawn by the Hillsong Church, you know, the music, the big auditoriums, you know, the great preaching, all that sort of thing. And I was sort of thinking, oh, you know, I can just continue with that sort of uh, faith. But um, yeah, I met uh, these members in Bourbon Day in Brisbane. And that's when, uh, Brisbane, Australia, and that's when I got to learn more about my Catholic faith. I didn't even know the Catechism of the Catholic Church existed and I was already like 18 years by then. But yeah, so this is what I came back to my faith. And that's when I realized that I had received so many blessings in the past through Mother Mary's intercession. But, you know, suddenly I'd forgotten all those things. And I could and I want to live a good Christian life. And I could make that contribution by being in the Catholic faith itself. So there, that was the time when Mother Mary um, brought me back home when I had lost my senses and I was seeing other things um, in the Christian faith. Thank you. Well, exactly what Teresa said, no? Like we need a community. That's why God built the church so that yeah. <laughs> we can walk as a community, as a one family, because yeah, it's hard to be alone. Yes. You cannot do it alone. Yeah, exactly. We need one another. <laughs> yeah. Thank oh, you so wow. much, Ren, for your sharing. We got one more yeah, sharing. one more sharing before we, we finish. Well, like, thanks, Cecilia. Cecilia is here in Madrid. Hello, Junaiders. Unfortunately, I find myself away from home quite, quite often. And um, I only experienced it yesterday. I tend to set myself ambitious targets. Um which is good in one hand but bad on, on the other because I don't reach them and I feel disappointed. So this Lenten season I was trying to concentrate and focus in just caring for and in being kind to those close to me. And I was doing quite well until yesterday. I was given a bad answer and I answered back. So I have to say that um, I can't wait to apologize and to the person and to our father to feel back home very much so like the prodigal son 
Thank you, Cecilia. Well, thank you so much, Cecilia. <laughs> it's a bit like what Franco was sharing, no? This experience, you know. Forgive <laughs> uh, I, I did something wrong. But, yeah. you know, it can be very um, humiliating when we realize that. But I don't know. Hopefully, you've also had experiences where you realize when you when you admit that you've done something wrong and the other person, you know, just melts in forgiveness. Yes. <laughs> Maybe not always. But, but I think with God, yes. And you realize, you know, I didn't have to. I didn't have to pretend that I was better, or that I didn't do something wrong, or you know, that I didn't need to pretend or justify myself. But you know, in the end, the truth is the truth, and the truth yes. will set us free. Um, and we will make mistakes, but we can always ask for forgiveness. And it doesn't mean that there's not a journey of healing to do, but but it, it's worth it. It's worth it. Yeah, it's. Really, really worth it. Yeah. <laughs> well, Chris, it's been a great program, yeah, hasn't it? Yeah, my pleasure too. Wow, I'm so happy to be beautiful. part of this program wow. with you, and, uh, and, and next week we'll be talking about mercy. So get ready, guys. <laughs> we um, we're on the fourth Sunday of Lent, starting ne- next Sunday tomorrow. Yeah, tomorrow. Uh, so we're coming closer to you're Easter. Yay, we're, we're halfway. We're more than halfway. So I think. As we start to reflect on the cross and, and the, re- the death and resurrection of Jesus, I think mercy can really help us to remember why we've done all this journey of Lent and where we're going with it. Because, you know, God wants to bring us home and send us out again um, so that others may also experience this. this yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Uh-huh. Well, Chris, um, yeah, we, we, do, what was your highlight of the program today? Oh. Oh, did you? Yes, really. Coming back to senses, the yes. that you to recognize uh-huh. what you did, and yes. and it is hard. No, it is hard to uh-huh. also to admit, yes. like to admit that you made mistake, yeah, <laughs> and to ask forgiveness. And yeah. for me, yeah, coming yeah. back to senses to ask forgiveness, yes. to admit to recognize my mistake. Yep, it's a process. No, it's a process, <laughs> it's a process yeah, exactly. but. It, yeah. But with God, no, everything is possible. Yeah. Yes. And I think, yeah, for me, something similar because, you know, coming back to your senses sometimes is like that shame. Ah, I have to go back home. I'm just going to tell the father to treat me like a servant. He doesn't treat me like a son anymore. I just I just want to be looked after, but he doesn't have to treat me good. But it's like a scandal that he would, <laughs> he would welcome us back. Um, but that's that's the, the craziness of God's love. Yes, radical. So, yes, love. radical. <laughs> actually, do you know what? The word prodigal actually means radical. Oh. So really, actually, the father is prodigal as well because he's very <laughs> radical. <laughs> we are all uh, prodigal son now. We're all prodigal sons. Let's be prodigal in a good sense. <laughs> <laughs> all right, guys. Well, enjoy your um, your fourth Sunday or the rest of your Saturday first. Your fourth Sunday in <laughs> Lent, and uh, we'll talk to you next week. See you. See you. Bye. You have been listening to our live program, Unite the Word and Your Life, helping people from all around the world and from all different realities to connect and share about how the Word is being made flesh today. Send us messages and song requests through Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and WhatsApp. Make sure you join us every Saturday at 1 p.m. Spanish time. See you again soon. Ciao! Ciao.